Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Blame It on the Stars. We spill all the tea on what's going on in the universe so you can blame your problems on the stars. It is Jade here. And it's Kara. And this week, there is a lot going on. We have a Mercury retrograde, Venus enters Virgo, we've got a full moon in Pisces. We'll do a deep dive on all three of those things so you know what to expect. But in case you missed it, last week we did do a nice little educational episode, which was super interesting, all about the rising sign. And we also have a Spotify playlist out now, too, which also has some of our other favorite podcast episodes on the rising sign in general that you might want to check out. Speaking of, we hope that you really enjoyed last week's episode because next week we're going to be talking about retrograde planets, everything that you need to know. We will talk about what retrograde means, how it affects you, and also how it impacts your chart if you do have a retrograde planet in your birth chart. So definitely listen next week and then the following week we will be back on our regular scheduled transit episodes. After a short ad break, let's get right into it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome back from the ads. Hope they weren't too bad. Hope you enjoyed it. Let's discuss. Venus and Virgo. That is the first thing that happens this week on the day this episode comes out. Venus enters Virgo on September 5th. This happens at 12.05 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, you know, per usual, if you're on the West Coast, that's 9 p.m. on September 4th on Sunday. I know. But regardless, the time and date per usual are always from the website astroseek.com. What you need to know, when Venus enters Virgo, this is the time where we become much more helpful to others, right? Acts of service as our primary love language becomes the main theme here. This is all about wanting to do nice things for others, wanting to help others, and also valuing when others are being helpful to you. And because Virgo is an earth sign, we can expect to be a little bit more practical and realistic and grounded. So when we're speaking to others, we might be more focused on problem solving and giving practical advice during this time. Another way this might affect you is you might start getting into nice healthy habits. If we think about Venus, right, as also like beauty and things like that, like keeping a a clean environment will be beautiful. So think cleaning around the home and you know, taking good care of uh, the clothing you wear, like ironing and dry cleaning and all those random things fall under Venus and Virgo. But overall, you can expect to care a little bit more about your habits. Yeah. And I know that we touched on this a little bit already, but if you are someone who has a skincare routine or likes to wear makeup, that might become a very big part of your everyday life while Venus is in Virgo. Also, just because Venus does deal with 
beauty and taking care of ourselves. If you have been putting yourself and your needs a little bit on hold or on pause for the time being while you're taking care of other things in your life, Venus and Virgo could be a really good time to check in with yourself and your needs and making sure that you're filling your cup. Yeah, and also to in terms of like the standards you hold or expectations you have of yourself and of others might get a little bit higher at this time. So just something to be on the lookout for. But something you might not know about Venus in Virgo is, as we just lightly touched on, it's a good time to like polish up your image. I'm putting that in air quotes. So we talked about this last year, but last year I used Venus in Virgo to take new LinkedIn headshots And that is still my LinkedIn profile picture to this day. So if you have any professional headshots you need to get done or you need to polish up your resume, I mean, as long as you do it before September 9th, and we'll talk about that in a second, you might want to use Venus and Virgo to get that done. Another thing to keep in mind, too, is that Virgo energy is very analytical And you might find that you're maybe feeling a little bit more picky or, and we'll get more into this when we talk about the other things that are going on this week, but you might be reflecting a lot on your values and the things that, you know, are important to you and the things that you care about. And I know that's very general, but it is very personal. So if you do find that you are maybe thinking a little bit deeper into things that you are buying or how you're spending your time and things like that. It's kind of on brand for Venus and Virgo. Yeah, and certain signs will feel this more than others, and here they are. The first one, obviously, will be Virgo. Virgos, you'll probably feel very like pleasant during this time, more friendly, more sociable. That's just the nature of having Venus going over your Virgo placement. So enjoy that feel-good energy. Pisces, on the other hand, depending on what the Pisces placement is, they might be having to deal with trying to balance out their normal Piscean dreamy energy and the Virgo organizational energy and Pisces placements. You'll definitely be thinking about this a lot this week when we talk about what happens later. So just be on the lookout for that. Yeah, and then Gemini and Sagittarius will have a little bit more of a difficult time when it comes to this transit. You might be feeling a little bit less social and kind of like you want to spend more time alone or by yourself, but I can say that this will be a really good time to focus on self-care, as we were just saying, filling your cup, doing what you need to do to take care of yourself. Now, certain rising signs specifically are more likely to find love during Venus and Virgo, but I put an asterisk around most likely to find love just because there are other more complicated transits happening that can be causing an interference with that. So the first one being Pisces risings, because this will be in your seventh house of relationships, you might be thinking more about love. And then also Taurus risings, this will be in your fifth house of romance. So both Taurus risings and Pisces risings might be thinking more about love, but also know that there are other complications in the mix to be on the lookout for, and we'll talk about them later in the episode. Now, there are some key dates you're going to want to pay attention to. The first one being September 16th with Venus square Mars. You might find that people are being a little bit pushy or there might be some irritability or frustration with the people that are around you. So just be mindful of that on September 16th. But then on September 20th, we have some good vibes with Venus trine Uranus. This is a really good 
time to put yourself out there, explore, and try new things. On September 24th, Venus opposite Neptune is honestly pretty challenging. If you find that you're struggling with your self-esteem this day, you can blame it on Venus opposite Neptune. And then last but not least, on September 26th, Venus will be trying Pluto. And this is a really good day to connect with others and be open to sharing and getting to know other people. Let's address the elephant in the room. Mercury retrograde in the sign of Libra. This happens on September 9th at 11.38 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. What you need to know. First of all, expect the classic Mercury retrograde things. For example, your package is not getting delivered or missing the bus or sending an email but having the worst typo in the subject line or sending the email to the wrong person. All three of these things I have done already within the week. So, Shout out Mercury Retrograde. But since this is the sign of Libra, which deals with balance, this is an opportunity to reevaluate the balance in your life. If you're in balance, out of balance, why? We're figuring that out. And also, too, we're reevaluating what is fair to us. Do we feel we are treating others fairly? Do we feel that we are receiving fair treatment. You'll think about that during Mercury Retrograde. Other things too, you can expect there to be some indecision, right? Libra is able to see both sides to the story and really weigh out the pros and cons, but you might be finding that you're taking much longer to do that and overall becoming a little bit more indecisive. Now, I know, like we said, all the classic Mercury retrogrades might happen and there's this opportunity to balance or rebalance your life. Know that this is just a Mercury retrograde and that it can be useful. Why this matters is reflection is very, very helpful. And it's something that we need to take time to do if we're constantly going forward and we don't stop to reflect, then we don't know how to make adjustments when we move forward. And I'm just saying that as someone who's actually, unpopular opinion, quite excited for the Mercury retrograde in Libra because I know personally my life is way out of balance and I'm excited to pause and think about ways I can bring it back into balance. And I hope you can also look at this in a more positive light as well. Another thing, though, that you might not know about this Mercury retrograde is that since Libra does deal with, you know, relationships, and I've seen people commenting on our TikTok asking about this, yes, relationships can be evaluated. But the big thing to know is that means all of your relationships, your work relationships, the relationship you have with your friends, your family, your roommates, your neighbors, like all of that can be evaluated. And that's the only thing that's going to happen is evaluation and reevaluation. One thing also that you might not know is that Mercury retrograde starts in the sign of Libra, but it does retrograde into Virgo and we'll give you all of those dates and when that switch happens in a minute. But just know that the Mercury retrograde in Libra is only there for a little bit before it goes into Virgo and finishes out in Virgo. So just be on the lookout for that. Certain signs will obviously feel this more than others, the first one being Libra. So in terms of Mercury retrograde, 
and all the Libra things that you feel on your normal Libra life, you're kind of reflecting on all of that, whether it's your indecision, how you treat others, fairness, all the classic Mercury retrograde and Libra things we just talked about, you're reflecting on much more. Now, Aries, on the other hand, they might have this a little bit more challenging because of the fact that it's an opposition. So you'll be thinking a lot about, you know, if you're too much like your Aries self and very independent, if you're more leaning towards the Libra side and wanting to work with others and help with others, that's going to be evaluated. Now, Cancer and Capricorn, how this is going to impact us is we're going to feel a little bit more struggle with how we communicate. It might be a lot more challenging for us to communicate and just expect a little bit more challenges on our end there for the Cancer and Capricorns of the world. Here are some of the key dates that you're going to want to know for this Mercury retrograde. Get out your pen, pencil, calendar, because you're probably going to want to write these down. So pre-shadow already began on August 20th. This is when we start seeing some of the themes for the Mercury retrograde and how it's going to affect us. Mercury retrograde officially begins on September 9th. And then, as Jade was just saying, it will retrograde into the sign of Virgo on September 23rd. And finally, Mercury retrograde will end on October 2nd and post-shadow. So that's when we are completely done with Mercury retrograde will be on October 17th. What a wild ride. So the next day... Actually, not even like a few hours later, right? Because Mercury retrogrades at 11 p.m. The next one's around like 6 a.m. almost. We have the full moon in Pisces. The full moon in Pisces happens on September 10th at 5.58 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. What you should know, full moons are typically times of releasing, letting go, an end of a cycle. Not necessarily for manifesting. I know you're going to hear Pisces and be like, ooh, spiritual vibes, manifesting. It's a full moon. This is an ending. It's not really manifesting time. How this will affect you, we're evaluating, as we mentioned before, with the Virgo-Pisces axis, a balance between the dream and the plan. If Pisces energy is the vision, the dream, and Virgo is how are we getting there? The steps, the practical side of things, we need to figure out how we're balancing that. Similarly to though, Pisces energy is all about healing. Virgo energy is all about helping. You'll be thinking, are you being helpful? Are you being, being healing? Do you need more help? Do you need to heal more? Where do you fall on that? access as well yeah and because full moons tend to be very emotional and we are talking about the virgo pisces axis here you might find that you're releasing a lot of emotions but you also could feel like you want to rationalize or explain or fix those emotions but i do encourage you to just you know, let yourself feel your emotions, whatever that means, whether you're someone who likes to journal or listen to music or talk to others or go for a run, just find a way to honor and let your emotions be released in a way that works for you. Something you might not know is that this full moon happens at 17 degrees Pisces. So you'll want to look for where 17 degrees Pisces is in your chart to get a better understanding of how this will affect you. 
Now, certain signs will be affected more than others. The first is Pisces, and we just mentioned everything about this before. Similar with Venus and Virgo, right? You are really doing all of the digging and understanding, am I being too much in the fantasy? Can I invite in more space for the plan? Can I allow there to be more structure? You might be feeling very emotional. As we said, it's a full moon in Pisces, water sign. So expect a lot of emotion. But think about finding that balance. Same thing with Virgo. The emotions might be there. You might want to feel it. You might run from it a little bit. You're really leaning more towards your Virgo energy at this time. And then Gemini and Sagittarius, this full moon will be a little bit more challenging for you in terms of the things that you were trying to release. It could also feel a little bit more intense or you might just be feeling a little bit uncertain about where things are headed or where you're going. So let's discuss some of the details of this full moon. The sun and moon are square Mars, so there is some frustration there. Like a lot of emotional pent-up frustration and just feeling a little agitated if you find that this full moon is not as like peaceful and tranquil as you had hoped it would be. Like that's why. In addition to Mars, there's also a positive aspect to Uranus. And I just want to say that the combination of Mars and Uranus like this is really on brand and almost helpful when it does come to needing to release or move on or go in a different direction. So I don't know if there's something that's just like been going on in your life that you've been trying to let go of for a while or something that's just been on your mind for a while. You might find that that comes up during the full moon, but then continues to like dissipate and improve, I guess, after the full moon, after you take the time to let go and feel all the feels. And as you could probably tell, this full moon is not an easy full moon, but I do hope that by listening to this, you're just kind of aware of all the things that might be coming up so that if you are feeling some type of way or feeling a lot of things, you know what's going on in the astrology. Yeah, not to make this a little bit worse, but there are aspects to Neptune too. The moon conjunct Neptune, the sun opposite Neptune. This makes everything more confusing. If Neptune is literally the planet of confusion, it is very confusing. It can be hard to understand how you feel. It can be hard to understand who you are in the midst of all this. I know when people sometimes are releasing, there can be like guilt about it. Like, is this the right thing? Just, you know, struggling with like the what's next type of energy Neptune is really not necessarily helping. The pros to this is like you could have some like good creative energy if you're thinking about what's next. But the downside is, is that it's it's very confusing. You probably just want to end up like using this full moon to just like watch your favorite TV show, listen to music and have some type of entertainment to like distract you from it all. But it's definitely another thing to add to the mix. But at least this is the last thing that happens during Virgo season. Virgo season's not over. There's a whole other week after this week where there's no transits happening, nothing new really going on. With that being said, though, next week we will be doing 
a nice little educational deep dive for you. If you want to know, though, how this full moon affects you on a more personal level or Mercury retrograde on a personal level, Venus and Virgo, whatever it is that you're curious to know about, we do offer readings. So the readings are done like FaceTime style calls on an app called Intro. We have time slots for as short as 15 minutes to as long as an hour. You pick if you want the reading with either me or Kara and choose for how long you want it for. You can write out all your questions you have and we'll be able to answer them all for you. And if you've never booked a reading with us before, then you can use the code STARS, all caps, S-T-A-R-S, for $20 off your first reading. And like we said, next week, we're going to do a deep dive on retrograde planets. I'm super excited to answer some burning questions on retrograde planets and explain in greater detail what they mean and why you need to know about them. But... Until then, if you want to stay in the loop with us and everything that is to come, make sure you're following us on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at BLME The Stars. We're also on YouTube posting shorts and this podcast as well. If you want to subscribe to Blame It on the Stars podcast on YouTube, we would love it if you subscribed there. But anyways, that's all for now, and we'll see you all next Monday.